This is one of those gospels that I think is kind of troublesome for most people because you see Jesus is getting a little uncomfortable, a little concerned about it, and he says, I'm, I'm in trouble. I've got problems now. He says, the hour is coming. And you can tell he's anticipating things that are going to be painful. And he says, this voice wasn't for my sake. Everything I'm doing is for your sake. And that's the challenge of this gospel. Every time I listen to this gospel, <clears throat> I think about a story that happened when I was in Lafayette. We had a, a family in the parish, very, very good people. They had two boys and a girl. And when the girl was about 16 years old, she wasn't feeling well. And she got sicker, and she got sicker, and she got sicker. And long story short, she ended up at Riley. And they said she has an infection in her blood. And they're giving her all these different antibiotics, all these different treatments, and nothing, nothing is helping her. And the whole parish, everybody's praying for this family. All of Lafayette was praying for them. And one night about, I don't know, 9 o'clock, I got a phone call, and it was from her dad. <clears throat> he said, hey, I need a big, big favor. And I said, how are things going? And he said, tonight's the night. And I said, what do you mean tonight is the night? He said, she will either get well or she will die tonight. And I'm sitting there thinking, oh, my God, I mean, tears were running down my cheeks. I thought, I'm glad we're on the phone. And I said, well, what can we do? And he said, just send out a call for people to keep praying. And I said, okay, we can do that. And he said, um, can I call you every hour? And I said, you mean you want to call me on the phone every hour tonight? He said, yeah. I said, sure, go ahead. You've got my number. And he said, okay. So we were talking a little longer. And, and then he said, you know what? I'm not going to call you. That's not fair. And I said, life isn't fair. This stinks that your daughter's sick. You call me every hour. I don't care. I will fall back asleep, and it will make, remind me every hour to get out of bed and to pray for her. So 10 o'clock, he calls. I get out of bed, get on my knees, and I pray. <clears throat> 11 o'clock, he calls. I got out of my bed, knelt down next to my bed, and I prayed, God, these are wonderful people. Let her live. At midnight, he called. <clears throat> And I'm thinking, thank you, God. Every time, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you. And I go back to sleep, and I wake up, and it's about 10 minutes after 1. And he hadn't called. And at 2 o'clock, he did not call. And I thought, oh, oh, no, no. Please, God, no. And um, at 3 o'clock in the morning, there was no call. And I was sure she had died. And about 3.30, my phone rang, and he said, I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. She's fine. And I said, what? <laughs> you know, I was like, thank God. He said, we had a really rough, rough night. And at midnight, he had told his wife, don't come up anymore. I have to do this. And so he said, I knelt down next to her bed, and I said, God, she has been a gift from you from her birth till now. And it has been an honor to raise her. <clears throat> he said, and we would love to raise her in your image, to know you and to love you more every day. And he said, but if you want her, she is yours. 
He said, I knew I had to give her to God, but I wanted to hold her by itself. And he said, she lived because I gave her to God. She's the most precious gift I have. She said, I love my boys, but she said, he's my only daughter. And I said, God, she was from you, and you gave her to us, and we've been honored with her, but she is yours. He said, so, now here's the deal. I always have to remember that she's not mine. She's God. She belongs to God just as my sons do, and that they're always his, and it's an honor to raise him, to know him, to love God, and to serve God. He said, life isn't going to be easier. It's probably going to be harder. He said, but I also know that with God on my side, God is always there to help me. But he also had to humble me tonight. That's a challenge of the gospel. I will, I will never forget, um, probably six years after that, she said, I think I'm going to become Lutheran. And her father said, the hell you're becoming Lutheran. <laughs> he said, there's nothing the matter with Lutheran, Methodist. There's nothing the matter with the Methodist. He said, but uh, God gave you to me and to the church, and you're Catholic. And she said, yes, Dad, okay. <laughs> That's all it took to keep her faithful. That's the challenge of this gospel. That's the challenge of this time of the year. It's not always easy. We don't always get what we want. But we have to remember that all of life is a gift from a God who loves us and created us and calls us to be faithful to him. And every day, we need to honor that. So as we journey through this two more weeks left of this holy season, let us journey through this week mindful of the fact that all we are and all we have is a gift from God.